7.54 on a Friday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Heyo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host, Eric. And I'm co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, dissect, take apart, look inside, see if there's any credit cards, any newspapers, anything we can about <laughs> this. Blood. About, yeah, about always, <laughs> this blood, always, always blood. And we just uh, see what makes Always Sunny so funny, what makes it uh, the special show that it is. We just sort of break it down and talk about it and think about it. Yeah, and then we put it back together. Yeah, oh, you, it's important. You, very, yeah, we put it back together. We because you break it, you buy it, and we can't afford it. So, <laughs> and uh, whoa, 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 Eric! Uh, before we get going, um, we got to make sure uh, Emma the runner has uh, everything she needs. I mean, she's going to be going for a run, and you know, oh right, want to make sure she has like her shoes. I think shoes might be number one on the checklist. Yeah, shoes. You're going. Right. And some people run without shoes. I guess I don't. Emma, if you run without shoes. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. I don't know what to say to you. That's crazy, but good for you. And if you do wear shoes, tie them. Tie them. Definitely tie them. Make sure you get like a whole bandolier of waters. Just tons of water. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely water. And uh, don't laugh so hard that you, you know, fall into uh, the street or hit a tree or something. Yeah, because that'll throw off your your breathing rhythm (laughs) and, you know... you know, your breath is in your diaphragm. Everybody else listening right now is like, what? Should I be running with this? What's going on? <laughs> Do what you want. Just a shout out to one of our listeners there who likes to run. Yeah. Ross, well, let's let's get this out of the way right now before we start talking about this episode. I think I could speak for both of us when I say that this specific episode is not a type of humor. Is, am I right, correct in saying that? You are because of one specific item, I think. Because of poop. Poop, yeah. I, I just don't care for it. Not not my wheelhouse of humor. <laughs> At the end of the episode, the conceit of the episode is poop is funny. That's how they kind of end the episode. But I don't think so. I disagree. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's like grosser than it is funny. Yeah, I poop. don't care for it. Like I would even like when we're doing improv or whatever, I never take it in this direction. Yeah, we never go poop. I just or any like scatological humor just does not do it for me. I, I, that being said, <laughs> scatological. That being said, there is a lot of funny in this episode. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't slow us down. And just because I don't care for this type of humor, does it? I'm not saying it's not funny. I just don't care. No, for it. it is funny. I, well, yeah. I think the way they go about it is funny. Like it's still there. And fian- yeah. fiance Katie loved this episode. She was laughing. You know, she she didn't like right in her wheelhouse. It's not her favorite. <laughs> she's not her favorite. But she's you know she thought it's, it doesn't bother her. Let's put it that way. Yeah, she she has tougher skin when it comes to like that type of humor. Totally, definitely, and yeah. So yeah, let's just get that's out of the way up top. I, I, that being said, going through this though, I I did enjoy some stuff. Is this my favorite episode? No, I'm I'll sit in the, but no, but it, it it is crazy, and it is crazy. That it's just nuts that they did it. Like you know what I mean? Let's like. Yeah, it's funny to make it like a kind of like a a mystery of some sort and go to great lengths yeah. to figure it out it's like that free speech thing where i i don't condone what they're doing but i would defend to the death their right to do it do you know what i mean <laughs> like they have because you're an american because <laughs> i'm an american and they have the right to do this and i get it it's just maybe not <laughs> for me 
But we'll get yeah. we'll get into it. Today, we're talking Season 4, Episode 7, Who Pooped the Bed? Original air date, October 9th, 2008. Written by Rob McElhenney, Scott Motter, and Rob Roselle. Directed by Fred Savage. Ross, that IMDB breakdown, please. The IMDB summary is as follows. Frank and Charlie find that someone has pooped in their bed, leading Mac and Dennis to join them as they attempt to find the culprit. No mention of D, huh? Huh? No, no, no. no, she's apparently not in this episode. I think the D stuff is stronger and funnier. I think so, too. The girls go out is so much fun. It's, uh, the, it's I could have watched a whole episode of that. Certainly the best part of the episode. Absolutely. And you got a 2008 trivia for me? Yes, this one was an easy one. In 2008, Sex in the City movie aired. Oh, yeah. That's when that came out. Have you ever seen a second of anything Sex in the City? No. Yeah. I only know that Sarah Jessica, Par- Jessica Parker is in it. Yeah. And the other uh, women are Kim Cattrall, Kristen Davis, and Cynthia Nixon. I couldn't pick any of these people up in a lineup. Uh, yeah, I, in a lineup. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't even know what they look like. I don't even know what the show's really about. I, I guess it's just like uh, four uh, working women in the city um, sure. in their adventures with sex. Yeah, sure. Dating the dating right? life or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, dating life. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I, I guess. I don't really know. <laughs> I, I didn't do any. I did a little bit of research later on. Some Sex in the City oh, stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff, but other because there is references to Sex and City more than just mentioning Sex and City in this episode. Sure, I, I, I think like the things that Dee's trying to yes accomplish is Sex in the City related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, are we ready to jump into it? Yeah, let's go. All right, cold open, 1:30 p.m. on a Wednesday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. D tries to get Mac and Dennis to go out for drinks as Charlie and Frank come in arguing about whose poop was in the bed when they woke up in the morning. I, uh, I th- this starts off with such a stupid thing where, like, they'll give D shit for anything she says. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, what yeah. are you doing tonight? What do you think we're going to predict the future? Like, that's a normal yeah, they question. Can't even <laughs> yeah, it's just like a regular question. <laughs> Completely normal. It's not interrogative. No. Yeah. No. And they're mad. Well, oh, what do you think we could predict the future? Like, I'd be so aggravated if someone responded to me if, <laughs> if I asked what they're doing tonight. <laughs> so it's nothing. A friendly, it's a friendly question. <laughs> yeah. So the answer is nothing, if that's what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Like, you have no plans because you can't predict anything. So, and you notice they're playing, uh, Mac and Dennis are playing checkers. No, I didn't even notice that. That went right by me. <laughs> Again, I, d- I didn't watch this like a ton of times, but I did watch for some subtleties, but that was not one of the ones that I caught. Yes, Mac and Dennis are playing uh, checkers. It's it's funny. It, it looks like the game just started because there's barely anything taken off the board or anything, but... Could you be? Could you imagine being so bored you're playing checkers? Absolutely not. If I was playing checkers, <laughs> if you and I were still playing checkers and someone said to we, us... We'd be in jail or something. Exactly, and if somebody said to us... <laughs> What are you doing tonight? I jump at like anything you want. Yeah, anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played checkers in probably twenty five years, thirty years. Since I was a kid, I was never good at it. <laughs> and what's the point? So yeah, they're giving D shit about this, and she's like, "Oh come on, there's a new martini bar in town. Let's go out tonight." And Dennis puts it together right away. That D has just seen the Sex in the City movie, so that's what yeah, she's trying so to do. <laughs> it, it wastes no time with just Dennis, like just knowing. But not just like she wants to do Sex in the City. She wants to like like 
the gang in the past have yeah. done things. Yeah. Like Dennis in the past episode, he wants to do a three company thing. She wants to do Sex in the City. They're very like easily influenced by television. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. Like I've never wanted to go out and do an Always Sunny. <laughs> do you <know> no, <laughs> you, you don't. You don't want to go sell gas door to door. No, not not particularly. No. So yeah, it's it's always funny when they just do the thing. And I know we've said this like a hundred times. We've said this over and over that th- it's not like a parody, but I mean it is a parody. But they're also just say- like they're just saying they're doing it head on, but they're doing it through a sunny filter. It'd be like if like the movie Spaceballs, if someone like looked at the camera and was like, "We're doing Star Wars." <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't say we're doing Star Wars, but they are doing Star Wars. But in Always Sunny, they will just say they're doing Sex in the City. It's I love yes. I love the head-on approach of like. And also, it, it it also informs their characters of like how even like how how they think the world works. They think the world mm-hmm. works according to what they see on TV. It's very very interesting. Right, and it's like fun to see them fall short of like accomplishing these things. And also get confused by when it doesn't work out. They're confused. Right. They're like, <laughs> well, I saw it on TV, so right. it should. <laughs> and this is something I've never noticed until our doing this podcast. This whole influence by TV thing, I've never noticed. Yeah, that, it before. that mm-hmm. you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it, but it, yeah, I never would have picked up on. But this. It's, it's there. It's definitely. It's all the time. <laughs> there yeah they're gonna go to chinatown and see the guy that shoots lightning and stuff like from big china like i didn't yeah. notice this stuff before but yeah they think everything is movies and tv <laughs> so that's when frank and charlie come in and they're arguing frank wants charlie to admit it so frank is saying yeah fess up to it it was you yeah it was you you did it this gets this gets mac and dennis like interested like they kind of like oh immediately right away yeah like they're totally like whoa what like what is like they they're on board with this right away so fast and just they can't tell if it's because like they're, they're like they have a way to get away from d or like it seems that way also this is like yeah it seems a like bit. anything but d right now kind of like kind of <laughs> yeah. what they're doing yeah definitely and charlie lets them know what happened uh and it also happened this is the second night Charlie says that it's happened. It's happened two nights in a row. And they say both like the first night, no big deal. Like it happened the first time, no big deal. Right. Accidents happen. But two times in a row. <laughs> yeah, now, now it's a pattern. I love this where like they're like, this is a lot to handle. That's like what they're saying about like, oh, they're like, like Dennis and Mac are like way into this is a lot to handle. Yeah. How could they have predicted something so awesome? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, this is what they Just mean. Just fall in their laps like this. this. Something yeah. like this is fall in their laps. And did Charlie save the sample from the night? Yeah, he's got it right here. He just, he, if you notice, his hands are behind his back this whole scene, but you don't really think about it. It's, <laughs> but then he, like, pulls out, he's holding it the whole time yeah, behind yeah. his back. Yeah, reveal. <laughs> it's like, and he has it in, like, a Tupperware sort of thing. M- Matt calls this awesome. He loves this. This is awesome. He loves everything that's going <laughs> on. Yep. Doesn't it seem like Dennis would be above this? Yes. But he's very into this. But Right. Yeah. It's almost like too simple of a, of a pleasure. But like for him, it's like the mystery behind it. You know what I mean? Because they can't solve it. Well, he says that. So that's that. why I think he gets dragged into it. Yeah. Because later on when he's in the apartment and he d- and like he starts getting mad of being like, you need two beds. That's the Dennis yeah. you think would happen here. He would just start <laughs> freaking out right away. Yeah. This is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. It's unacceptable. Like, yeah. Get two beds. Right. 
but yeah, exactly what we said. It's not that's what and then uh, that's what they say. They say it's not the it's it's not the poop itself. It's the mystery behind it. And then behind and the poop. I, that is to this episode like the the mystery behind all this is funny. Yeah, yeah, that's I think what's selling it for me. Uh, yeah, at all. And of course, we get the title card: "Who pooped the bed?" Which is, I mean. <laughs> Well, yep, that's what it is. This, you know, this episode was written by the by the guys that also wrote like the Dennis System and Frank's Little Beauties and like all. Like, really? Yeah. This episode was written, <laughs> yeah, uh, Scott Martin wow. and Rob Roselle. Yeah, they wrote Frank's Little Beauties and like, I, which I probably nice. is our favorite. I would say one. Yeah, I I watched it again <laughs> the other day just to like kill yeah, time. You know, I I just recently watched rewatched the newest season with Katie. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's so many references to things we have talked about or things in episodes. Right. Crazy amount of like, like callbacks. Yes, yeah. like craziness. Like something like in the last episode when Dennis was throwing away the garbage, he there was like something on the coffee table, like a golf thing that was still on the coffee. Oh table. yeah, you brought that up. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it's very, it's very cool. It's, 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 and like the grilled Charlies comes up. Like that was from the. Yep. That was from like. I know. It's so long ago. Season two, right? Yeah, season two, like right early, early season two. Yeah. It, it's very, mm-hmm. it's cool. Well, I, we're off topic. So, yeah, we got the title card. Back from the credits, we see the waitress walking down the street as Dee jumps out of hiding and invites the waitress <laughs> out to a girl's night out. I love this. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, she's just. Bo- so, yeah, D pops out from behind a car. <laughs> yeah, she's like behind a car, waiting like, "Hey, girlfriend." Like, hey, girlfriend. <laughs> I love that. Like, hey, yeah. girlfriend. You're like <laughs> barely someone I know. Well, well, like, like, D really doesn't have a bench. Huh? She, no, no, D doesn't have a bench at all. I know. It really stresses like she doesn't have friends, which kind of bothers me. I feel like she should have more in the wheelhouse. Yeah, to, to, to approach the waitress as if they were ever friends. Like, how much have they even interacted <laughs> up until this point? Not much. A handful of times? Yeah, a handful. And it's via Charlie and Dennis. Right. Well, she also took the waitress out to catch Dennis trying to sleep with Mac's mom. Remember that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That little stakeout. I guess that's friends. And they also work together. That's right. Th- I guess they are friends. Yeah, the, the oldies were all Kevin. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're friends. Like they're, she's kind of the reason like she got fired from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you're right. They have interacted uh, enough enough to put them together right here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's a big reach. I mean, the waitress's reactions are totally appropriate. Like, why are you stalking me? She, why, she, why, she says, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> she she says, "Oh my god, why would I ever go out with you? I hate you." I'm pretty sure she said that to Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, and and D, and, and just like Charlie, D just blows that off as, "Oh yeah, you know that's yeah. what girls do. We cat fight. Ca- <laughs> we backstab, we talk about each other behind our backs. We stalk. We stalk. <laughs> yeah, stalk is scary." And uh, she keeps calling yeah. her girlfriend, "Stop calling me girlfriend." That's a nice like little thing there. Mm-hmm. And a little pushback. She says she wants to do like a Sex in the City thing. The waitress doesn't even know what that is, and she breaks it down. Uh, she she uses she says Samantha Carey in a very unfortunate word. I am not going to repeat. Uh, redhead. The D word. The, yeah. the hard D. Yeah. <laughs> the hard D. <laughs> and, uh, D gives a hard D. Yeah. Just that word that does not age well. But again, D's an asshole. 
Like these people, yeah, she's these not are a good bad person. people. They're gonna say shit. No. They're gonna say shit like that. Yeah, like they're like yeah. they're yeah. That's like this is like illustrating that they're bad people. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And that they're just like, like it's th- their level of like. What's appropriate? Oh, well, what's, no, it's like, appropriate. Too... like, like th- some of the stuff they think is psychotic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. Borderline, like, like everything Dee's doing in this scene illustrates that she's stalking her. She's got like a notebook. <laughs> well, of outlining. Uh, well, I guess she stole that from Charlie. So she steals. She stalks. <laughs> she hides behind cars. And yeah, and sh- this is so. This is great too because you know that notebook. Now I read this online. The production number of this episode is actually it is comes it comes after the next episode. So. Dennis Randall's erotic life oh, okay. episode is supposed to be before this episode, and Charlie's book about the waitress comes up in that episode. So that's why Dean knows about it and has it in this oh, episode. Oh, okay. It, it, I think I think it works probably it, both ways. It does. Definitely interchangeable. It definitely does, but I just thought that was a little interesting tidbit about the how when they shuffle orders of episodes, it's it's why it's int- weird. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I mean, imagine if like it's kind of like a band putting out an album, like the arrangement. I guess they just felt it worked better the other way. Yeah, they probably don't write them all in the same order. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's just thought that was a little interesting thing about. Yes, yeah, she has a book here that has. All of the waitresses like details in it. So it's like a stocking book that Charlie keeps. <laughs> and Which we found out he has copies. Oh, he's like, it's fine. I lo- uh, that's a great reveal, too. He's like, oh, my book. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I got copies. Copy. Yeah, he easily lets it go. We'll get to it. And she, she basically is saying to the waitress that. I'll give you the book. It's if you go with me. It's kind of like bribery or like yeah, yeah, blackmail. Sort of it's like blackmail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. it's like I'll give you the book if you go out with me. And oh, but I love this too. Real quick before this, where the waitress tries to get out of this, and she says she has friends. Frederick. Oh yeah, I have tons of friends. Yeah, Frederick. <laughs> and just the how callous D is. Like, oh yeah, that's your cat, and it died like three weeks ago. Like, oh yeah, I just like D has like a smile on her face. Doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so she's gonna. Yeah, g- I've read about it here in the book. So stop off some my balls. <laughs> let's go meet some men. Yeah. So so basically, this sets it up. She's gonna give her the book back if she goes out with her. Oh, and they do this like uh, hand reach. Like the waitress uh, goes to reach for the book, and d- she does a D does a hand slap. They do a lot of those hand slap things. Yeah, yeah. Have a hand slap. <laughs> it's definitely a gang cannon. So then over at some laboratory, Dennis, Mac, Frank, and Charlie have brought the sample to a scientist to examine it to find out whose it is. Now, I was trying to wa- I was wondering about what this uh, building was. It seems like a college institution, I, I right? I think it is a college because the person we meet later says he's like a student, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Econ major. Yeah. Econ- Do you have anything on the scientist guy here, though, before we jump into this scene that they're talking to? Yes, uh, Jason Duplessia, he was in Mind of Mencia, Flash Forward, Parks and Rec, Angie Tribeca, and something called A Big Love Story. Nice. You ever watch Angie Tribeca? Uh, I tried it. It's very funny. I like it. It's my. It's like Mel Brooks type of just non- yeah, nonsense. Yeah, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's yeah. craziness. <laughs> it was a little too nonsense for me. <laughs> I love Rashida Jones, though. She's so funny. Oh, she's great. So... 
yeah, they, th- this this they, this is a great stage picture of them all just smiling and looking at this guy. So like we assume they have already explained what they want. And yeah, this they guy, already proposed. <laughs> this guy's just looking at them completely blank, and he just does a. <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> and then, yeah, it's like a nice long look. Too. Yeah, yeah, and. The way Max says, like, I, I, we, sh- we haven't said this up top either, but I don't even like saying the word poop and stuff. Like, I don't like even saying these words. You know what I mean? Does it bother? Does it bother you? I think it's funny when they call it a poopy. Yeah, well, that's what he says here. Is we want you to examine. They really poopy. soften, I guess, Yeah, <laughs> like they soften what they're doing by saying poopy. Like they're making it ridiculous. I, used, I think I used to live with a couple, and the. The the my friend and his his girlfriend would call him Poopy, all the time. Oh, Poopy, Poopy! It was like an affectionate. Yeah, name. and it just, dude, it's not, <laughs> not that endearing. No, I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. So yeah, you're gonna have to tell me off, Mike. <laughs> I can't even. So it's like, yeah. Then, but that they do refer to it that way a, a couple times this episode. Like, well, you know what's interesting here? I'm sorry, quickly. Because, you know, we know, let's say, spoiler alert, for the end of this episode, Frank has done them all. Yes. Okay, so with that knowledge, ha- did you notice kind of Frank being like, and this scene right here. A little here, shifty yeah, at times? We don't, he goes, we don't yeah. need to examine it. Uh, I know it's right. Charlie's. He's trying to get out of it. And then later on, when yeah. they want they want samples, he says he can't go. He, he can't produce it. Exactly. Yeah. There's, a, there's little hints throughout the episode that it's Frank. Yeah, totally. And th- this is one of them, where Frank says he, he doesn't, he doesn't even it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it gets examined he knows it's charlie's yeah he knows it's charlie's because charlie has a hole in the back of his pajamas which he doesn't his in the no front he has one in, in like yeah. It, yeah in the front yeah. by his thigh yeah and then fr- and then uh charlie chimes back with no he sleeps in like a long dress shirt which he does so like yeah yeah, yeah. so they go back and forth a little bit the scientist basically breaks it all down. He he does one of those things that you do, like, you know, your improv, they would teach you to do with, like, when there's, like, a crazy situation going down, you're playing the voice of reason, just mm-hmm. state back to the people what you wa- they <laughs> want from yeah. you is always funny. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah, just, just state, like, just, like, br- state the premise. The premise. And br- so he does the whole thing of what they want from him. So you want me to examine a plastic container full of feces? Yeah, that's it. That's full stop. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I feel like you're gonna say something. Like this. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else, and then you stopped. Please get out of my lap. Yeah, and they they don't they they do that they do this thing all the time where they accuse other people of being harsh and like mean and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Like all he's just like get out of my office, please. It's not like even that. Yeah, hard. he doesn't, probably doesn't have time for it. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Were they gonna pay him? Like <laughs> how? What <a laughs> whatever the full proposal was. <laughs> whatever happened here though, I one thing is for sure, he missed out on an extraordinary adventure. As Dennis puts I it, I know. <laughs> extraordinary <laughs> adventure. <laughs> and as they're leaving, they're approached by another guy who's like trying to call their attention. Do you have anything on this guy? Yes, college student is played by Frank Kranz. He was born in L.A. He, in 1981. He was in Frasier, Donnie Darko, Orange County, Matchstick Men, Training Day, Hitch, The Village, Homeland, and Dollhouse. Those are all, like, basically his first, like, ten credits. Yeah. he, he Like, I, comes, like, right out of the bat. He's great credits. I, I recognize this guy, and I, and I recognize the first time I seen it, too, because... He almost looks like Scott Arkerman to me. 
He's got Scott Scott he Ackman looks, vibe. He yeah. looks like a young Scott. He, but he's from he he plays a very very major crucial role in Dollhouse, a show I very much like and enjoy. Oh, you do? Yeah, and and he he's like one of the main people, like definitely like, and he's he's like one of the best parts of that of that show. You know what I mean? Like oh, he's, really? Yeah, he's very. Fun I can see. I can see. He's. I, He's he funny. He seems like very funny. Yeah. Like he seems like to really have a good back and forth with the guy. He's like a science. He's like a he's like a computer science guy, but he's kind of like the comic relief on that show. It's cool. Oh, I bet. It, it, it's cool. So yeah, he so he comes over and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> I like his first observation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely poop. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. No, before before we cut there though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. His uh, proposal. So he he sees them in the hallway, and he's like, "Hey, you you got?" He says, "Does he say turd?" He says, "Turd here." You it? got turd. That's another word I don't care for. But yeah, he's like, "You got you got," and then they're like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "I'll look at it." The way he says it is so obvious <laughs> that like <laughs> yeah. he's like whispering. It seems like a shady drug deal. He's like, looking around. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to the guy going through the poop while the rest of the gang looks on, and yeah, his first observation. Definitely poop. Yeah, he nailed it. <laughs> Got that. <laughs> they all like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but he finds some bits of newspaper. Yeah. yeah. It's going to go both it's ways, gonna dude. It's going to go both ways. Okay. That's, it could be... They were both eating newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, there's a little bit of credit card in there. And conclusive. And conclusive. Just, how is that not specific <laughs> to one of them? <laughs> <laughs> and there's blood. Well, of course... Oh. Don't give us judgment, yeah, pal. I know, like, I know he says, of course there's blood. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's this, wolf hair? There's so much wolf hair in our apartment <laughs> right so now. Much, and if you, they're all talking over each other here because they're getting mad about wolf hair and all this yeah. stuff. And it, it, Frank says, we had a wolf in our apartment. Frank says that in the mumble of things. He goes, well, we had a wolf in our apartment. <laughs> and Dennis is like, well, why are you eating it? <laughs> yeah. And then Charlie's like, well, you have you ever tried it? <laughs> so it's not even like accidental that they tried it. <laughs> Always Sunny has a thing with wolves. Wolves, crows. Wolf cola. Yeah, well, yeah. these are these are, these are are Always Sunny things. And they, they, they're like, whatever, just do a DNA test. But guess what? Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that because <laughs> he's not even a scientist. Are you a scientist? <laughs> no, I'm an econ major. Just wanted to look at some poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny, yeah. And of course, they get they like, get mad at him. Oh yeah, for course. ruining ruining the poop. Yeah, they ru- this big argument happens. Uh, then we cut over to the blue martini, and D, the waitress, and Artemis do their sex in the city thing. Who is she again? Oh, that's Artemis. She's the sassy one who always plays by her own rules. You guys are playing hard to get. I'm gonna take off my bra, blast my neck. Okay, let's hold it. Let's hold on that. Um, I think what we need to do is just talk and have fun. Bring them to us, you know. Mm-hmm. So Artemis, where'd you get that great top? Birmingham Co. Factory. I got it on sale. It's irregular. Oh. Okay. Excuse me. Hi. Can we get three Cosmos, please? Actually, make mine a water. Water. We're in a bar. Yeah. Well, I have a drinking problem. Wow. That's a horribly unattractive thing to announce to everybody. I'd like a water, please. She'll take a Cosmo and she'll just hold it in her hand. That's fine. That is a terrible idea. It's a pretty good idea if you want to get that notebook back. Yeah, I'll take a Jaeger bomb. No, no, no Jaeger bombs. Okay, fine. Irish car bomb. No. Saki bomb? No, okay, no. Nothing with bombs in the name, okay? Please, the Cosmos. Go get the Cosmos. Thanks a lot. 
God damn it. Ho, ho, howdy alert at 2 o'clock. Here they come and come in. Let me do the talking. What's up, ladies? Not much, just enjoying the view. Name's Artemis. I have a bleached asshole. I could watch another hour of this. It's so much fun. It's so entertaining. It's so, so fun. And so, with this starts, this is so great. Oh, by the way, the Blue Martini, real place in Philadelphia. Is it a real place? Real oh. place. That is the front of it. That is that is the place. Yeah, Blue Martini. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very cool. I looked, very cool. I, looked I, up, I, I didn't even look at it. I didn't even notice it. Yeah, I looked it up. We're going to have to put that on the walking tour. Yeah. Get we, some Cosmos. Meet some ladies. <laughs> yeah, blast my nips. <laughs> and, and yeah, so that's a real place. And Artemis is dancing up on a guy when this starts here. Like they're in some. It's, oh, I love this. So they're in like kind it's of. Great. They're, kind of, they're in kind of like a. What kind of bar is this? This is like a. This is like a nightclub. Is it a nightclub? Night, uh, it's like a night tour, uh, nightclub lounge. Yeah, or okay, something? a lounge. That's yeah, that sounds like, right. There's a dance floor of some sort. Yeah, right? there is because Artemis is like dancing up on a guy. No one else really seems to be dancing though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So it's like right. Artemis just being Mostly crazy? people at bistro tables. Yeah. She's dancing up on a guy, and the waitress is like, who is she again? This is the first time the waitress and Artemis are meeting. I like it. I like it, too. It's like a nice like intro, too, because yeah. you get to see her demonstrating this right. at the same time. She's, she's the, like the sassy one or whatever. the sassy one, yeah. And uh, do they ever, do Artemis and the waitress ever interact again? Um, it's a good question. We have to keep uh, our I guess eye we'll on find that. out. Yeah, we have to keep our eye on that. It's very interesting to have. I, I like when like crossover happens like that. I, I like D to have her own crew. Yeah, you know, like, I feel like, like, like <laughs> it's such a missed opportunity for her to have a bench of her own. Yes, definitely. And I, I, this is Artemis comes over here. The guys are playing hard to get, so it's time for the bra to come off and blast my nips. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> That's good. Blast my nips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. Did you, did you you used to listen to the totally lame podcast, right? Oh yeah, all the time. They would always play this soundbite of Artemis going blast my oh, nips. Oh yeah, that's right. Did blast my nips. Because she has the soundboard, and this is like one mm-hmm. of the things they would always play. Yeah, blast my nips. Very oh, funny. Artemis kills it this ep- this episode. She kills it. Oh yeah, it's her episode. It really is. Uh, she's got a nice she's got a nice shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? Oh yeah. She got that from Burlington Coat Factory. What, what? It's irregular. <laughs> she says irregular. It's irregular. I, love I don't like even know what that means. Well, that's what the... Well, well, well she, she actually says the Birmingham Coat Factory. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I don't think they can say Burlington Coat Factory for some reason. But, you might be right. Or yeah. maybe she just said it wrong. Possible, you know what I mean? Maybe she or maybe there's a Birmingham Coat Factory. Well, maybe there is. But the subtitles... <laughs> I thought she said that, and even the subtitles say that's what she said. Okay, cool. And it, they, that's what they, like, those places, like TJ Maxx, Marshalls, you know how they'll have, like, like clothing, like, name brand stuff? Like, they'll have Tommy Hilfiger yeah. or Nautica yeah, have, or whatever the hell. All the time, yeah. They, they have those because the, some of the shirts are irregular. So they can't sell them at the other places for full price. So they sell them to Marshalls and stuff for, ha- like, off. So that's why it, they don't cost as much. And irregular now, what does irregular mean exactly? Is that like the logo is slightly off? Yeah, there might be like like something with the stitching might be thing, or they made like a batch of shirts that like the size wasn't the size that was too long to be. It was or something. Yeah, like, just a mistake of somehow. Even if it was like a missized ordering, or we ordered too many, or the stitching is off, or this and that. Like 
that's why sometimes you'll see on the labels they'll have like an X on the labels too. Sometimes, sometimes the labels a cut, and that just mm-hmm. means like yeah, there's like some sort of regular like thing. That's Error. Kind of what that that is. That's why you save so much money when you buy them at those places. Most of the time, it's you can't even tell. It's like yeah, of course. I, I I've never seen anything at Burlington Co Factory that was like hey. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, it's upside down or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but uh, what, what do you think is a regular about her shirt? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And why would she brag about that? Because <laughs> it's obvious, I guess. I don't know. And the waitress comes over. She orders D what is three Cosmos. Now is this a Sex in the City thing? Cos- Cosmos. Yeah, this is like yeah. This That's is, what I was. I didn't look. Kind of I didn't look yeah. that up actually. I'm just gonna say yeah with the full confidence of not really knowing, but it's got, <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, that was my instinct. Like it's yeah, gotta be. It's gotta be. It's too specific to like not be. Right, know? right. And but this I, this is where I get in the continuity. The waitress she wants a water because as we remember, you know. She has a, a drinking, drinking problem. problem. Yes, that has been established. That is a thing with her. Yes. This is the first time Dee's hearing about it, though, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Why can't Dee handle her having a water? I don't know. That kind of bothered me. I was like, ah, you know, she just knows her limits, and that's fine. Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> like it has to be perfect. Like, it has to be absolutely perfect. Like they all, Because she, she even settles for she'll get her a Cosmo, and she'll just hold it. Yeah, but like the waitress doesn't even want to do that because it's like it's temptation of some yeah, sort. Yeah, it's like temptation. You know? As we see later on, it was like, a bad idea. Doesn't? Yeah. Artemis wants a Jaeger bomb. Uh, no. An Irish car bomb. No. Saki bomb. No, nothing <laughs> with bombs in the name. Okay. <laughs> now, why is this? This is like D trying to be like that's not ladylike. Yeah, I that's think she's like, trying to say it's low class. Okay. I think she's trying to say like they're low class. Order. Have you ever done any of these? Drinks? I've done the uh, Jaeger bomb and the Irish car bomb. Really? I've only done a sake bomb. Really? <laughs> okay. We get the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I would not recommend the Irish car bomb. Really? I, w- yeah. I would recommend a sake bomb. It's very cool because the sake is warm. I don't even know what that is. Well, the sake is it's like, it's like, a sh- it's like something you would just shoot, but it's heated up and it's warm. So you drop a mm-hmm. warm, like heated up drink into a cold glass of beer. So then when you drink it real quick, it's, like, hot and then cold. It's, like, kind of, like, it's a very cool mixture and cool taste. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. Oh, yeah, I might try that one. But the Irish Car Bomb has, like, the uh, Bailey's cream. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when that drops in, you can see it curling. <laughs> really? So, you, yeah, and you're just basically just drinking curdling, like, alcohol. Why, why, it's is, like, why is it curdle? What do you mean? Because there's, like, cream in the Irish uh, the Baileys, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, well, what, yeah. What? And the alcohol is causing it to curdle. Oh, it does? That's why you got to drink it fast. Oh, I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like... I don't like this at all. No, thank you. I found that out after we ordered them, and I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, what... Like, have you ever had a Cosmo? Co- no, Cosmo- I don't even know what that is. A Cosmopolitan. Yeah, what is that? I- I'm not. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I never had one. No, I don't know. I just know it from like songs and like TV and movies and stuff. Yeah, pop culture is. Yeah. Informed me that cosmos exist. <laughs> That's about it. And so then, then she so she gets her shut down. She can't have any drinks with bombs in the title. So she's gonna get a cosmo. And as the waitress walks away, we get a hearty alert. Two o'clock. 
Ho, ho, hot alert, <laughs> 2 o'clock. <laughs> Where's she at 2 o'clock? <laughs> like, behind her. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> 2 o'clock would be, like, in front of you, like, slightly to the right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, if it's... Bu- they were... To them, they would have been... I think they would have been, like, 8 o'clock. I don't even know. It's not even worth knowing. Do you know how <laughs> that works? Do you know o'clock. how that, like, six, how that works? Like, when people say, like, 3 o'clock, 4... You know what that, what that means? Yeah, in relative to, like, where hands are on a clock, but, yeah, like, like to whose perspective, you, you know what I mean? You. So, like, if you're looking forward, that's your 12 o'clock. And slightly to the right, yeah. your one, your two, your three. Behind you is your six. So okay. that's why, like, in the airplane movies, like, I got your six, they always say. I got your six. That means I got your back. <laughs> okay. So, so <laughs> they, but they look like they would have been, like, at their, to their eights. They're, like, behind them. Okay. You know what I mean? But she's like, honey's two. It's just, like, a generic thing people say, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Honey's two o'clock. And these guys come over. They're saying, what's up? There was a couple of hotties. You got, you got, is these hotties credited? These hotties, I only got one of them. Right. Man in Nightclub is Brady Matthews. He was in Better Off Ted, Femme Fatales, Freeloaders, J. Edgar, How I Met Your Mother. And I imagine that's the one D is talking to. It must be, yeah. Well, if he yeah. has a speaking, yeah, if he says something, probably. The guy probably the guy probably doesn't say anything. And yeah. they, 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 they come over, hey, what's up? And Dee's like, you know, I like the view. D, that's like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's not very flirty, flirty, no, and not that bad of a line, I guess. You know, just enjoying. Yeah, I, I would never say something like that. I, I so, would never yeah. say anything like that either. But if a woman said it to me, I w- that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, it'd be like a good. I would indication. laugh. I would laugh. I would think she was making a joke. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would laugh. Right. And, but Artemis's opening line is, "She's got a bleached asshole." <laughs> <laughs> Names Artemis. <laughs> I have a bleached asshole. I mean, again, if somebody said that, I, I'd, wait, I'd, I'd never heard, I'd never heard of that until it's always sunny. What a, a bleached asshole? Yes, uh, I don't know. Had you? Yeah, well, I don't know when I became aware of it. I don't know if I can credit it to Always Sunny or not, but probably comedians yeah, or a podcast or something. If I had a guess, yeah. It's I wonder a, if it's, it's a, a real thing. Are uh, people really do this? I think it is. It's porn stars and stuff do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like my only knowledge. Yeah. Porn stars, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Mean, I don't know how many. Like you know, if you're running, people are running around doing it. I doubt it. Not that much, but. If you do it, write in. Yeah, if you do it, <laughs> we have questions. <laughs> Always sunnycastpod at gmail dot com. Again, yeah. nothing sexual. We just want to <laughs> <Nothing> know. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I, again, nothing sexual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't allow that. <laughs> so, we cut to Frank's and Charlie's apartment. Mac and Dennis do some more investigating. So they they get yeah. they getting set up for the reenactment and dramatization. <laughs> I love that Max phrasing all that is like perfect. It should <laughs> not be a dramatization. You know what I mean? Like if they're trying to get to the <laughs> truth, it should not be a dramatization. A dra- dra- dramatization would be like, like rewatching like uh, like a serial killer type thing yeah. where they're like, and it's also kind of like a dramatization is like they're making it dramatic, so it's not yeah it's like not the truth. They're just trying. It's to not the it, exact dialogue, yeah, it, of course. It's like a, we have to make this TV presentable. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's a dra- something has to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny out. Yeah, Max freezing is so good there. And let's describe their sleeping outfits. What, what are, okay. What are they sleeping in? We got. Let's start with. Let's start with Charlie because he's the the classic. 
Okay, yeah. Well, he's got his uh, long johns on. Yeah. Now, with, his, the, with the hole in the front. Did his long johns always have that hole? Or is that new? No, it's definitely new that's for new the uh, for this episode. episode. And going forward, I want to see if that stays there. Let's try to like try yeah. to remember if it, that they keep that hole there or not. So yeah, he's got his like if you're gonna dress up for Charlie's Halloween, this is one of the options. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This is one of the major ones. And what his horse shirt? Yeah, he's got his horse shirt on. His, yeah, with his long johns. It's the classic Charlie look. That seems that horse shirt shirt seems to be his bed shirt. If you have you noticed that? Has he worn that outside of when we see him in bed? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because when he goes to see um, the horse, that's right. He's wearing the, the horse. horse. Yeah, yeah right. he's wearing the horse. Because the last couple times I think we've seen him in it, he's I'm been trying like to think of the horse's him. name. Like every like every time we've seen him, he, it's been with the long john combo. It's like that shirt mm-hmm. with the long johns is like always the combo. Yeah. And sh- so we then we see Frank who's just sleeping in this big long white shirt. <laughs> yeah. Do you sleep like this? It's kind of like a night shirt. Yeah. Is this how you sleep? N- yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Your legs get hot. Just like, yeah, yeah. I get like a double XL and I just go nuts. I would it's like a nice dress. I would it's like a house dress. I can wear it in the yard even. Yeah, d- definitely. Yeah. <laughs> to water water the grass. Take the dog for a walk. Yeah. The, 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 I would feel so no, uncomfortable would. with what Frank's wearing. Like I just couldn't sleep with something that long. I don't know. What, 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 yeah, no, that would be weird to me. Yeah. What is your sleepwear? Well, I just have like like um, like jogger sweatpants kind of things, or yeah, short or like the equivalent shorts, like basketball shorts kind of, um, yeah, and like a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, pretty cool. standard, I think. I, yeah, I, I don't have like pajamas. Like I don't like pajamas. Like fiance Katie will wear like pajamas with like a nightcap. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, like pajamas. <laughs> like I don't have like pajamas. I don't know. Yeah, I have like sweatpants and like uh like I'll just wear like a yeah. my under tank. Yeah. Yeah. That's like in the summer I just go boxer and summer. And of course I wear tank. sock shoes, a hat, gloves. <laughs> <laughs> just just in case yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to get here. They're saying they they're gonna do the reenactment and, and right away. Dennis points out like the issue right away. The problem could have been solved if they had two beds. They got to get two beds, True. and True. Th- and this th- this makes both Frank and Charlie like freak out. Like, a- and this goes forward with them is like any time they mention people mention them not sleeping in the same bed, they have a real problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Like they 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 want to and like to sleep in the same bed. This is a choice, not like a necessity. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it because, like, their justification is like, oh, maybe I should get two TVs, two refrigerators. <laughs> yeah. And and to me, those those two items are shareable resources. Yeah. And they view a bed as also a shareable resource. Yeah, that is a very... It's, it's a, it, Fiance gave me this observation when we were watching this, that Frank is choosing this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, this totally. Is, but this is Char- yeah, he's a very wealthy man. Right. And, and But Char- that is a very Charlie logic of, like... The bed is big enough for two people, so two people should sleep on it. Do you know what I right. mean? Like he's very utilitarian with like his things and stuff, like reusing things and using things for other things. It's very Charlie. To yeah, he's well, yeah, very what, resourceful. It, with the two TVs, to this, he sees the bed as like, yeah, this is like, if more than one person can sleep on it, then more than one person yeah. should sleep on it. 
it's like shareable resource. It's very, yeah. it's very interesting how Charlie lives. Yeah, you know what I mean it's like totally, like, and like what makes him like? How come he has less money than Matt? The rest of the gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess it's uh, kind of a thing. Like Charlie's like kind of like the low man on the totem pole. Like this, he's just always getting the short end. I mean, yeah. even in the bar situation, he's the janitor. That's like true. He, he used to he used to be an owner. Like they made him the janitor, and he took it. Yeah, yeah. Frank says a nice line of like, uh, "Well, I don't come over to your house until you how to sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I sleep on a king size bed by myself, <laughs> and when I have to go to the bathroom, I go to the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> like, what a way to end that. That that Dennis, like, that is where you thought you would think Dennis would start. When he heard yeah, about yeah. this whole thing, and I love seeing him finally get there, because when he <laughs> does like 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 get so frustrated by like somebody else's like arrangement like that, like it's just a funny thing to see him like squirm like that. <laughs> but look at look at Dennis with his bed made for a king and his golden toilets. <laughs> yeah, just doesn't know how the other half lives. But Mac wants to get to the truth here, okay? He, 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 he wants to figure out what's going on with this, get to the truth, because because Charlie does this thing where he's like, oh, I think I was sleeping like this, and he was, like, hanging his ass off the table, off the couch. Yeah, which is suspicious, because, you know, as Frank points out, Charlie, you know we sleep ass to ass. Y- yes, I, that's, th- I think that's a red herring. I think that's supposed to be a red herring, because... We know after you know after watching the episode that Frank right. has done them all, and Charlie is innocent. So Charlie has no reason to like pretend. To lie. Yeah, he has no yeah, reason. I think it's just an innocent mistake. I think he's just like nervous that they're gonna think it's him anyways, so he's is lying. Yeah, yeah. But I think that to us, the the viewer, I think that is a red herring to be like, oh, maybe it is Charlie. And for, yeah, Frank, you're right. Frank tells him, no, Charlie, we sleep ass to ass, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and they turn and and mac proposes uh the overnight observation yeah because charlie lied so obviously they're not being truthful here we gotta actually see this for ourselves so yeah an over another nice use of language to an overnight observation <laughs> <It's a> nice <laughs> and so yeah that, that's where they settle they're gonna do that so then we cut to the middle of the night, and we see Mac and Dennis watching Charlie and Frank sleep. We get some nice cats meowing out front. You catch that? Yeah, I was going to say, did you catch that? I definitely yeah. did. It says In the transition, there's a cats meowing, and that's kind of like a, a premonition of what's to come. Yeah, when they... The yeah, cat situation. The cat situation. Well, they wouldn't have so many cats if there wasn't so many empty cat food. Look, <laughs> I don't come over to your house and tell you how to sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, we hear the cats meowing, and they're sitting there, and they have a flashlight, Dennis and Mac. <laughs> and then they get this, like, flashlight going, and they hear a noise. They check. Nope, nothing's going on. They've been sitting there, like, what, what time of night you think it is right now? I have no idea. I guess two. So Dennis proposes Max sleep first. He'll watch a little bit more, and they'll take they'll take shifts. They'll like do it on these these shifts. Yeah. There's never been like a time where I'm like a situation like this where I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna sleep for a few minutes, and then get up. Like I don't have ever gone up. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or ever gone to sleep. Yeah. There have been times where I tried, but I'm just like, I know I'm just laying down, afraid that I'm not gonna wake up. 
So <laughs> I'm just going to like Darn. lay here, I guess. Well, I'm just saying like, yeah, I, when I, like Mac laying down here, you think he's, he's not getting up. You know what I mean? It's like. And, but, right. But he doesn't want to sleep on the floor. This seems oh, like this God. seems like there's sand all over the floor. Or like some kind of spice blend or pesticide yeah. or some kind of sandy poison. <laughs> sandy <laughs> poison. <laughs> that is so <laughs> hilarious. Like a spice blend. It smells like a spice blend or pesticide or some other type of sandy poison. It's so yeah. funny. I, I gotta keep the, sandy poison is such a funny idea. <laughs> idea yeah so yeah he's not gonna sleep on the floor so mac crawls into the bed and we cut to the morning and we see all of them in bed of course classic comedy Mm -hmm. and mac discovers there's been another poop yeah he wakes up in the middle of the night or in i I guess the morning morning. with a little sniff and he does a little sniff and he rips off the covers to it's very See dr- some poopy. Very dramatic. They make a very dramatic yeah. kind of like thing to it. So then over at a shoe store, we see D hanging out with Artemis and the waitress, and D is buying some shoes. In the background here, yeah. Artemis has a like a pile of shoes in her hands. Yeah, she just keeps grabbing them <laughs> off the racks. She's yeah. like barely looking at them. <laughs> And, and I like how D's here, like, trying to, like, teach them etiquette yeah. of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's, like, being a coach. It's like, we need to start acting with class. We can't talk about our bleached assholes. They were going to find out any- anyway, which is such <laughs> yeah, a great true. response to that. They were going to find out anyway. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. I know. <laughs> and, and we should be drinking at a shoe store, by the way. Yeah, we see the waitress, and she is drunk and she has like a cliche classic bottle of booze in her hand <laughs> yeah just a clear bottle a like clear, drinking straight out just like what you would think a drunk would be holding and she's, she's great drunk acting here great yeah way. great drunk acting it was Re- so much fun really fun all of her lives are great and she doesn't this is a, a couple she's gonna do this a couple times but this is the start of it where d says you shouldn't be drinking and then the waitress says you shouldn't be drinking like her, her yeah. comebacks are her, just what you they just said, but you. They're basically D comebacks. They are very D comebacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really are. Yeah. And uh, well, you, she, you know, she says, "Well, I'm an alcoholic." Oh, but maybe then, maybe, then D has a good point. I don't know if it's a good point, but D has a point <laughs> where she says, "Well, you should be able to hold your booze better." I'll and, hold your boobs better. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, yeah, good one. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and the the a person who works here at the shoe a shoe clerk. What, we, what is this woman credited as? Shoe saleswoman. Yeah, what do you got? Her name on? is Lori Seal. She was born 1976 from Rochelle, New York. She was in Bold and Beautiful, As the World Turns, Guiding Light, CSI, Hitlish, and something called Swedish Dicks. And the D says to the to the shoe clerk that comes up here. She says yep. that she's looking for the Manolas. She's looking for a pair of Manolas. Did you look up Manolas? Yeah, Manolo Blanique. Yeah. They are... Th- uh, I went to their website. Like, they have tons of shoes. Yeah. And most of them are like $800 to $1,000. I-, I was actually going to say... Or more. Yeah, I was actually going to say, from my research, that these these $700 is pretty cheap for these. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And I was actually looking at the size guide. It doesn't even go up to a size 13 women's. Like it 
the cutoff is like 12 and a half or 12. By the way, these are the shoes that the people on Sex and the City are obsessed with and always talking about. Oh, really? Getting. Yeah, this is these shoes are interesting. Speci- these okay, shoes are specifically Sex and the City related. Interesting. And, and you're that's right. Well, you say D D asked for a size thirteen. Now you know what? Yes. Do you know what size that is in men's? No, it's an eleven and a half. That's still pretty big. That's still pretty shoe. big. Like I'm saying, like. I looked up Caitlin Olsen's height, and she's like 5'8". I thought she'd be taller. But yeah, I thought she'd be like 5'10". I thought she'd be like 6 feet. She looks so tall to me. But <laughs> Those two, like pendulum-like, stork-like <laughs> legs. <laughs> she, uh, she's 5'8", and if she had she would be 5'8", with a size 13 women's, that would be 11 half men's. Like, me, I'm like 5'7", and I'm an 8". Eight and a half. Yeah, like uh, I think the average for men is like nine. Yeah, so it's like, it's like. <laughs> so to say eleven and a half is her, still her feet over would average. Be so noticeable. This is like what I'm saying. <laughs> right. What I'm saying. <laughs> They're it'd, huge. It'd be like yeah, it'd be like noticeable. <laughs> but they they keep this kind of thing about her having big feet going right forward. Uh, so yeah, she wants a size thirteen. They don't make them in that size, but maybe she could try the big and tall. Down the st- yeah, down the street, and this is where and the you w- know what, and the witch just doesn't like that <laughs> bitch's attitude. <laughs> Not at all. Takes a <laughs> swing like at this lady, like just swings it. When does she connect it? Oh my god, it <laughs> <laughs> could have been funnier, <laughs> but she crashes to the ground. Yeah. I think the bottle breaks. The witch, the the the, the clerk even is just like, did she just try to hit me with a bottle? Like, no, no. And then she gets him to leave. She's okay. Artemis like helps up the waitress, and wait, go, you go wait out front. <laughs> and she's she's we see D. We cut the D like squeezing her feet into yeah. She's like shoes. really cramming her f- foot into this heeled shoe. They cost seven hundred dollars, and D can't wait to bust her dogs out in these tonight. <laughs> <laughs> bust my dogs out. <laughs> Classy, classy line. Have you ever referred to your feet as dogs? <laughs> no, but I've heard like old dads <laughs> say my dogs are tired. <laughs> very, very funny, very, very funny line. And her, her credit cards declined. Oh, uh, you know what? It's so stupid. These credit cards—they waste your time. You <laughs> know, she's like bragging to the, uh, the shoe saleswoman oh, that she's like going to a french yeah. restaurant called the bistro is five stars lady could care less oh, yeah. but it's like at that type of boutique store i feel like people try to impress the salespeople. probably yeah a little bit you know what i mean and this car is the client and i love this thing where she's saying like oh yeah oh the stupid banks that waste your time blah blah, blah. Uh, you know it's actually probably protecting me i spent a lot of money today she does like sneak <laughs> she sneaks out in there at the end but actually yeah. you know, it's probably a good thing i spent a lot of money or whatever and she gives her a card, and then she just runs out. <laughs> says running, goes through the door, and we get this <laughs> unbelievable comedic, like physical comedy thing. Which yeah, where she crashes her head into the car. Yeah, she even like spins around a little bit on the ground. Like she hits the car and yeah. spins around. And I was actually watching um, some of like the extra credit stuff on like YouTube. I saw this like maybe last year or something. So. Don't quote me, but they rented that car, and she was only supposed to bump into it, but she actually dents that car. That dent that you see is from D's head, 
and they had to pay for the rental damages. I can confirm that. I, from the research that I've done that I've seen online uh, today that I was doing, that is true. That is That was all her. She did that, like, she wasn't supposed to do that, but she did it. <laughs> Unbelievable. It was a hurt. It's not like a stunt I, car. I watched it most of the times. The dent is, yeah, the dent is huge. <laughs> yeah, it's a crater. I think it's a BMW, too. <laughs> and so then at Patty's, the mystery continues as Dennis and Mac come up with an idea to cross-check the samples. It was actually a pretty good idea, but I don't know. Would you be able to produce the same no, result? No. I'd have no. To, I'd have to find some world-famous person who is capable of reproducing any man's... <laughs> stool yeah stool. cricket <laughs> no i i don't i, I don't know it's cr- it's crazy the whole this whole thing is crazy but Fr- <laughs> frank's saying here to, why you know frank's still defending his case why would i love that bed why would i do <laughs> yeah. i love that bed He's, he loved that bed <laughs> and why would he poop where he sleeps yeah why what Pretty good point a good point and they're all exhausted they're all full of emotion as they put it and do you see the board in the background yeah, we have a, like a full investigation board uh-huh. with like it's like kind of like a tack board, would you say, that flips over even? Exactly. And it's got like photos, papers. Yeah, like it looks like a criminal investigation with there's, the drawing lines between red, things. Yeah, there's like red string between things. There's a map. Right. There's two pictures. There's a picture <laughs> of Charlie and there's a, like a picture of Frank that's like it looks like a headshot from like 20 years ago. It's like an old, it's like a younger Frank. It's like a headshot of a younger Frank. It's like Taxi Hank. Yeah, I'm I'm not kidding. It looks funny. It looks like an old, like a young Danny DeVito. It's very funny to put that up there. Like, what do they, what are they saying with that? Like, why is that on the board? (laughs) I don't know. It's like the only picture they have of him. (laughs) Like, why is there a map? There's like a map of the city. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Not much to map out there. So Dennis comes up with the idea, though, to produce another sample. Of course, they would have to do it in front of them so there'd be no foul play. Right. And Charlie thinks he can produce something, yeah. but... Frank says, no, nah, he doesn't think he can do it, uh, which is like a little suspicious, but... Yeah, very suspicious. Charlie says he can, and Max like, I'm, I'm going to look at a newspaper. This is exciting. And the way <laughs> the way Dennis like doesn't break eye contact with Charlie, and he's like, yeah, this is very exciting. Like He's like, like <laughs> this is exciting. Like it's, what, it's funny that they're so into this. Yeah, it's... C- Quite a thrill for uh, Dennis. Then we cut outside of Patty's and we see Dee and the waitress and Artemis arriving at the bar. And they come in there because she owns a bar. Her friends own a bar, so they're going to drink for free. Yeah, and Dee's the only one wondering, why are we back here? But yeah, Probably they're last, drinking for free. Probably the last place Dee wants to be. Right. And uh, they, they, they go inside and Charlie like is like, you see Charlie like squatting over a newspaper, but he sees the waitress and jumps up. And they, 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 they bl- damn it, damn it, D! Like you ruined this. They start yelling at D. The waitress is always catching D doing the dumbest things. Oh, oh, that is true. But I'm so sorry. Before we jump into that, I just looked at my note. I can't believe I skipped over this. D says, "Oh, come on, waitress," and the waitress is like, "How? Oh, yeah. How do you not know my name?" It's like, <laughs> and that like solidifies. What am I supposed to remember everybody's name yeah. all the time? And this like, like really solidifies that none of them will ever know her name. Like they will never care <laughs> to know her name. Like if D won't even know her name, then none of them will. Right. This is a good point. So yeah, the, she the waitress comes in, they sees Charlie, she's always catching them in the most inappropriate things, and <laughs> she walks over, starts making herself a drink, just drinking whatever. 
Yeah, Dennis points out he wants her to pay for that. Yeah, she got to pay for that. No, she doesn't. Like, yeah, and then, and then <laughs> the waitress is is you know she's she's drunk and she's upset and she's like that's it like I'm because uh, I'm leaving I'm gonna go bang some dude. Charlie, can it be me? No, but it can be Dennis. Den- pass. She's looking right at Dennis. And yeah. So, and when she takes off, so then the waitress leaves here. Dennis says free coffee for a year. Did you catch that? Yeah. What was that in reference to? I think that's that one drink yeah, she got. Yeah. Or the bottle. No, the one. The dr- bottle the, she was the taking. Bottle, the bottle. Uh, yeah. The drink in the bottle. I think yeah. he's like saying because she's taking the bottle, but also Charlie's notebook. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, she grabs Charlie's notebook. And that's when he's like, "Oh, what? We? Oh, that's my notebook. Oh, it's okay. I got copies. I got copies. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I have backups. Yeah, back- <laughs> so, uh, w- what is Charlie can't write? Interesting. But D, uh, how did D read it? D somehow deciphered it. I guess. I mean, she's known Charlie for quite a while. I mean, so I'm sure she's had to interpret much of his uh, yeah. pictograms. Sometimes they can, like, if they need to, they can decipher Charlie. And then yeah, when it's totally. funny, they don't know what he's saying. You know, it's like whenever <laughs> they need it to be. Yeah. So then that's what. So after the waitress leaves, this is where Artemis is kind of like interested in like what's going on. Yeah, she kind of wonders, you know, what's the deal with these plates of poop? Yeah. And they're like, D tries to shut this all down real quick. Yeah, because she wants to get away with this, uh, get away from this the whole time. But, you know, Mac and Dennis are like, you know what? We can use some fresh eyes on this. And they're not wrong. He tries to recruit them in. Yeah, they're not wrong. Because they, 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 they're like really taking you know, this they, seriously. They're burnt out. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they've been going hard. And that's what D, now Dee's leaves. She gets all upset. She's going to go find some other people that don't talk about, you know, poops and bleached assholes. <laughs> Dee really can't get past <laughs> the bleached asshole thing. <laughs> she can't get past <laughs> it. It's a little wild. Yeah. And so yeah, D's upset, and D ends up D ends up leaving, and this I love this. Bring me up to speed, boys. It's a nice little thing. By <laughs> yeah, Artemis. She, D, uh, Artemis is on the case. Artemis is on the case. Yeah, this is good to put Artemis here in this. Like, this episode needs Artemis. Yeah, totally. And I like how you know the waitress breaks off, Artemis breaks off, D goes out on her own to to truly find you know yeah. high class society or whatever. But you know she ends up not. So at an art exhibit, Dee realizes she can't escape the poo. So there's classical music playing, and she's yep. at some sort she's of... She's at an art gallery, yeah, of course. Yeah, you, Before we get into this, do you have any credits on anybody in this art gallery? Let's get them out of the way. Yeah, okay. I have Man at Art Show, which is uh, the man she approaches to talk about the art. Uh, his name is Will Beinbrink. He was born in 1973 from Bethesda, Maryland. He was in ER, NCIS... Sin City, your favorite, Nashville, Dark, and It Chapter 2. Nice. Um, Woman at Art Gallery. She's the woman that approaches with the other guy. Holly Stenson, 1976, Texas. She was in Miss Congeniality, Crossing Jordan, Two and a Half Men, and CSI. The man she's with is second man at Art Show. He's played by Dougald Park. He was uh, born in Toledo, Oregon, and he was in Bruce Almighty, Pretty Little Liars, Judging Amy, Monk, Alias, Scrubs, Desperate Housewives, Rizzolian Isles, and The Last Ship. You know what would have been interesting here is they should have pulled in, like, I I don't know how they would have done it, but, like, pulled in some Sex and the City people at this place. Like cameos? Yeah, but they're not playing their characters, just the actors. 
Well, maybe this is something Sex in the City people do. Like, they go to art galleries to try to pick up men or yeah, something. Sure, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's probably something like that. But just, like, because, like, D, like, thinks they're so high class, but then, like, they're at they're, this is where they are. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. But, so, yeah, this, this, this art gallery, this art is very interesting what's happening here. This, this <laughs> Or the shoe saleswoman would have been there. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny, too. It would have been her stuff or something. And she's looking at this painting, and she comes over, and this guy, he's like, I love what they did with the space. I love the space. That's what I loved about it. (laughs) D is so transparent. Like, D could not be more transparent of this, like, no, uh, (laughs) none of her own thoughts. And he loves the earth tones, the chunky, the chunky earth tones. You know, what do they represent? Yeah, and and as you know, it's this is not subtle. This is a pretty obvious thing where everything in this art gallery looks like shit. Yeah, like no doubt, the, you can't get around that. You can't get around it. So and these and so these people that are coming up and examining this thing too, they're saying all the things that like D does not want to hear, and they're phrasing, right. But they they're talking She's about something like, different. They're, yeah, they're like incepting her brain and like putting. Yeah. These images and ideas into yeah. her head. Like, let's say she didn't think it was shit before. Yeah. Now she definitely knows yeah. It's shit. Yeah. And she starts freaking out and she runs into a sculpture. She runs into a painting of a log. She runs, no, I mean, a picture of a log. Uh, she, and, she's, and then she runs into these, like, hanging, like, sculptures. Hanging poops. Hanging poops. Hanging poops. I mean, it's craziness. So then back at Patty's. Thunder rumbles as D returns to the bar. Uh, they're all tired. They're like, let's just so, yeah. let's just start again in the this morning. This is where we get that like mystery ending conclusion yeah. that you would see uh-huh. in a mystery show of some sort. And we get like a stormy weather. It's raining. There's yeah. lightning and thunder. Yeah, the gang's all tired. They're like, should we put this to rest for the night? Yeah. And, and they're like, and should we? Do we put these? poops in the fridge <laughs> like and artemis says no they'll keep artemis knows her her, her but i like how they were, they, they were gonna put poop in the fridge <laughs> they don't care they're they're a business <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting yeah what if you walk into a bar and there was a guy like squatting over a newspaper <laughs> uh run out and d comes in she says you win and they're like, we won what? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was interesting. I don't know what she means by that either. Yeah. <laughs> Not clear. <laughs> you guys win. And the lights go out. They scramble around for a little bit. Lights go back on. D screams. Yep. And her purse is on the floor. Purse is on the floor. And we see another poop. Poopy. And Artemis takes charge. I love this Artemis jumping to being like, everybody is a suspect. Like, nobody move. Like, yeah, she says nobody move, and in that time we get another cut, and D's bag has moved without her touching it. Really? I know it's a little continuity thing, yeah. but like, her bag looked like it, a poop spilled out of it. Right. You know what I mean? That was like we later see that's like part of Artemis's theory. Yeah. But without moving, her bag has moved to the side of her. Right. Right by the stool. Right. 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 Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Armis says to put on another pot of coffee. It's going to be a long night. She's, mm-hmm. she's into this. So we <laughs> She really comes alive in this. I like So much fun. So we cut to later in the night, and Armis is breaking down the crime, murder on the Orient Express style. 
four turds, five suspects, so many, many nameless victims. The first poop was obviously Frank. Old and weak, he had an accident. That's why he was so intent on destroying it. There were many turds before this, weren't there, Frank? This was just the first time you got caught, wasn't it? And then you went and did it again the next night? Or did you? Two poops and two nights? Tall order for such a short man. No. The second poop belonged to Charles. He wanted to get back at Frank, but due to his poor diet, couldn't produce a turd. So he called Mac, who jumped at the chance to see Frank humiliated one more time. But Charlie overlooked the fact that Dennis listens to Mac's phone calls, and he heard every word. Dennis was jealous that Charlie had chosen Mac to help instead of him. He swore to have his revenge. That's why he encouraged Mac to sleep while he stayed up. He was gonna put the frame on Mac by pooping next to him. But he didn't realize that a futon slept on by the weight of three men would be off its axis and slope to the center. And like a small brown snail, crept to the middle between Charlie and Frank. Deandra, you wanted in on this poop war from the start. No, I didn't. The outcast? The slut, the bitch, the whore, the lonely, sad, slutty, bitchy whore. You sat on the sidelines while these four titans battled it out. You were jealous that a few pieces of poop got more attention than you. That's why when the lights went out, you unleashed some thunder of your own. Thunder of the chocolate variety. All of that would be fine and dandy if any of it were true. <laughs> Can we wrap this up at some point? In due time, pretty face. In due time. Frank, isn't it true you thought you'd been pooping the bed for months now? You chalked it up to your old plumbing and penchant for spicy foods. Morning after morning, you bury your poop after your roast to hide it from Charlie. But convinced that Charlie had discovered his dirty little secret, Frank pooped the bed again the next night as revenge. Only a lot more came out than he expected. He had gone too far. I've gone too far. Due to the size and severity of the poop, Frank concluded that Charlie had been pooping the bed all along. And so he cleaned up the mess and wandered the streets looking for someone who could replicate Charlie's small and malnourished turd. And that's where he came upon his old friend, Rickety Cricket. Get up! Known the world over for his ability to replicate any man's stool, Cricket came back and committed fecal forgery. Which leads us to the third turd. Dennis and Mac thought it'd be funny to put the frame on Frank and Charlie, and so they both pooped. But, as so often happens, the poop rolled together, and two became one. A turd merger, fused together by fear and hatred and hair. But on to the final poop. A poop that can be traced back to Dee, but not to her butt. The waitress. Drunk out of her mind and furious that Dee had pushed her back into the arms of the bottle, pooped in Dee's purse while Dee's back was turned. <laughs> and Dee carried it unknowingly until she arrived here and the lights went out and she was startled, knocking her purse to the floor, causing the turd to tumble where it stands before us right now. <laughs> so as you can see, the mystery of who pooped the bed has been solved.
And yes, my friends, in a way, oh, you're all guilty. A what? Oh. Nah, I did it. Before the before the cut, by the way, I, it looks like she went and just picked it up with her bare hand. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Later on, though, she's pointing at it, and it's like still on the floor. Well, no, no, it's on a plate on a stool. No, I think those are the other two. The other because she's uh, she's going. Well, this this chair's behind her as well. Oh, we, I can't keep track. There's so <laughs> this many, chair's all over the place. So many, I just <laughs> this can't keep track. Disgusting. This, uh, Artem- this uh, we all just heard the clip. It's very long. It's uh, it, uh, we apologize for how but long necessary. it is. But it's, it's necessary. necessary this though. is. I feel like this is what you think of when you think of this episode. Yes, a dramatic conclusion. What we all wanted out of this. So let's break down a couple of things she's saying here. So there's four turds, five suspects. It's just that's just good, yeah. that's just good math. But then she says <laughs> there's many nameless victims. Those people. Are, those <laughs> I people. Love that. I don't know. Who those people are. <laughs> I guess that's why they're nameless because we don't know them. Uh, so let's let's break down her her first her. So it's interesting here where she she basically puts out two theories for some reason. Right. It, Somewhere in the middle, she's like, "No, that would have been fun, but we got this other theory, and this is what really happened." Let's, so let's talk about the first yeah, theory. I the, guess let's talk about the first one because the second one really falls apart. The second one is insanely <laughs> it's so nonsensical. Wild. Yeah, it's nonsensical. But the the first one, okay, the first one, the first poop it was Frank's. He's probably been yeah, doing it before. This is the first time he's been caught. Yeah, he's old and weak. He had an accident. Yeah. But two poops in two nights tall order for a short man that's a great like, <laughs> like yeah <laughs> she, like, it's like noirish <laughs> and the second poop artemis thinks belongs to charlie but it's not right. but it's not actually charlie's because he can't go so he calls mac right for charlie wanted revenge on frank but because of his poor diet diet he was unable to produce a poop, so he called Mac, right. who jumped at the chance. But he overlooked the fact well, 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 that well, Dennis... Well, well, before we get to it, what, <laughs> now, what is Mac's motivation? What was Mac's motivation again? He didn't have one. Apparently, his was to get back at Frank again, or okay. something like that. Okay. It okay. wasn't, like, very clear. It was just vague. Right. right. But, but, but he didn't plan on... Now, this thing about Dennis listening... To Max, this seems sounds real. real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this sounds real. I think That's why I was like, "Oh, this could be it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like this is where it starts to click. Like, oh, wait a minute, maybe Artemis knows what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, she knows the intricacies about their personal lives. And do you see the way this is filmed? Like, it's like, uh, like, it's what do you like, mean? Like the way they're doing, they're doing these dramatizations of like yeah, what yeah. she's saying. So <laughs> yeah, we are getting those so, reenactments. So while she's saying it, we're seeing the reenactment dramatizations, and it's filmed like with this like grainy film, like to make it look yeah, like I do old. like it. Yeah, it like, looks like kind of like separate than what the show normally mm-hmm. looks like to like distinguish it. Of is this like? It's like that's dark. something you would see in like a true crime thing. Exactly, like yeah. the reenactment version. Yes, exactly. So Dennis listened to a phone call. Very cool tie-in. That made Dennis jealous. Now that tra- <laughs> that tracks. True. With the best because friend we've thing. seen that before. Yeah. Charlie calling on Mac. Yeah. Hey Mac, can you kiss this, kick this guy's ass for me? Yeah. 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 So this tracks with Dennis. So again, it's kind of like, oh wait a minute, 
That's right. Yeah. Dennis does get jealous like that. That's so that's why the Dennis is gonna put the frame on Mac, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Just so that right. now it's starting to be so like, d- what's he? F- what do you mean framing Mac? So on the stakeout. Dennis says, hey, Mac, why don't you go to bed first? Right. And then he decides to poop in the bed to try to frame Mac. But what he didn't realize is with the weight of three men, the poop (laughs) would travel to the middle of the bed. Of course. Of course. But, okay, we're trying to put the frame on Mac. Mac wasn't there the first two nights that it happened. Yeah, I know. So it would be it's an illogical. <laughs> so we we're already crossing the illogical. <laughs> so how could point it ever of, uh, have been, no return? How could it ever have been Mac if he wasn't there the first two times? Well, he was there the second time. <laughs> okay, okay. It, it's just <laughs> it's wild. But it's a giant leap. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's all, the the bed, <laughs> the bed is off its axis, so it rolled into the middle. So again, it was unclear. But then Deandra, I love it. Oh. But, uh, oh, wait, Charles. Charles. I was gonna say she calls him Charles. Let's not let's not skip over that. How funny that is. Yeah, I love Artemis calls Charlie Charles, which is nice because we never hear Charlie refer to as Charles, his formal. I was name. gonna ask you, do you know the one other person who calls him Charles? Do I know? Yeah, in the, epi- in, the, in the show, another person has called him Charles. Um, I'm gonna go on a leap and say Matthew Mara, not Cricket. <laughs> uh, Liam McBoyle. <laughs> The, oh the wow! McBoyles okay, call him Charles. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> it's a creep. It's a creepy thing to do. So yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah. Hey, and then Charles. she also calls D Deandra her full name. Mm-hmm. I like the name Deandra. It's nice. It's, it's cool a nice name. name. And D's a cool nickname. Yeah, I, I used to work with a Dana in college. We used to work at like a uh, this like food place, yeah. and I used to call her D all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and she also likes the show, so yeah. like. Like she got it, like yeah. Well, and and then this now Artemis turns her attention on Deandra, the outcast, the slut, the bitch, the lonely, sad, slutty bitchy whore. <laughs> <laughs> this is like she leans into this for no reason no whatsoever. Reason. And no reason. And the outcast, the slut, <laughs> the bitch, the whore, the lonely, sad, slutty bitchy whore. And she says to her, "You wanted to get involved with this," and she's like, "No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't." <laughs> You sat on the sidelines while these four titans battled it out. Four, these four titans? Is that it's so dramatic. So it's so what crazy is, and unnecessary. What does she even mean by that? <laughs> like, and referring to the four of the guys. That's when D made a little thunder of her own. And that's where that we get the final poop there. But that would be all fine and dandy if it were true <laughs> now for no reason whatsoever it appa- appears she then now comes up with another theory on what happened right now, dennis is like could you wrap this up <laughs> i like how they break reality in that yeah and she grabs his face uh due time pretty face from a little bit of research i did i should have watched it but i didn't but this, what Artemis is doing here is kind of like what they do on the Murder on the Orient Express. And may- okay. maybe he does go through two theories, and that's why they do this here. I don't really know. But... I think I've seen this in, like, it's kind of a thing. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, oh, that's what you think, that's what everyone thinks happened. Here's what actually right. happened. Kind of <laughs> but thing. no one thought that happened. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. It was already a little loose to begin with. So then we start again, and Frank is first again. Now, Frank is something about Frank burying. This is like, I get so confused on this this next one. 
So he's been like pooping the bed for months. He wakes up early. He buries the poops, and then one time he didn't. One time he didn't. Okay. So, okay. This. Okay. I get that so far. Then Frank did it in the bed, but he did too <laughs> much, and he's gone too far. No. What? <laughs> and then. And then okay, so then uh, for some reason Frank thinks Charlie's been doing it the whole time. How did it gets real confusing in how that did part? Frank there's almost a pre it, like in the second theory. There's almost a pre poop. Like, you, where did where did Frank get the idea that Charlie was doing it? I if don't know. Frank knows that he's the one that's been doing it, and something about doing it too much made it seem like it was Charlie's. But Frank knows he did it. So then, so then Frank wants to get. So then Frank wants to like replic- replicate Charlie's turd. Well, well, the first night, well, there's a pre poop, right, where Charlie finds it. Yeah, and he's horrified. Right, and then Frank is aware of this, so yeah. he tries to do it again, but it's too big of a poop. Yeah, because Frank is trying to during yeah. this whole time frame it on Charlie. So Frank removes that poop and then gets oh. enlists Cricket to do the fecal forgery. Oh. Okay, that okay, that definitely cleared up. I I had bit. to do th- I had to watch this like four times to like really get that. I was like, okay. I'm not sure. So then, for no reason whatsoever, Always Sunny brings in Cricket for for twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> tall, tall order. <laughs> I love Cricket shows up here. Apparently, Cricket is known world over. Yeah, worldwide. <laughs> 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 to replicate any man's stool. Okay, so then third, Dennis and Mac do it together on the yeah, her Yeah, her theory on the third turd is that Dennis and Mac, during the stakeout, both pooped, and both two turds came together in the middle and formed a f- turd merger. Why are Frank and... Why, are Den, why is Dennis and Mac doing this? Again, there's no <laughs> motive on this. This is just like, w- she maybe... They thought it was funny or something. I don't know. So their poop fused together by fear and hatred. And hair? Fear Fear and hatred? What is she talking about? (laughs) It's so crazy. It's fun, though. So the final one can be traced back to D. But But not not her butt. Yeah, but not D herself. No, no, no. (laughs) The waitress. (laughs) Which I think is crazy. (laughs) This is the craziest one. (laughs) This is fun. In the store... When, like, everyone in front of everybody. Yeah, apparently Dee didn't see this and no one else saw it. <laughs> but she's holding herself up. Yeah. We get to see the dramatization. She's yeah. holding herself up in the racks. She's laughing. And, yeah, she's laughing maniacally. <laughs> this is so great. So it's in Dee's purse. So when Dee shows up and the lights go off, she drops her purse and it spills out. That's how we get the last one. That I understand. Artemis is so pleased with herself. She like oh, shuts yeah, she her like, thing and, and drops the the thing, and she says, "Now that clip we just played, it ends at the where she drops. She gets all she gets all excited, and Frank just says, Nah, I did it.' <laughs> That's where it ends. It ends with the, I did it. Nah, I did it. But yeah, she's like, you're all guilty, and they all look guilty. They all have like yeah, they do. And then nah. I did it. It's so it's it's it, it, uh, yeah. I did all of them. He's <laughs> just like yeah. Yeah, I did them all. It's so casual. <laughs> nah, I did them all. I did all the poops. Yeah, I even uh, did one while she was wrapping up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they come to the conclusion that they're like, why, Frank? Why? Because poop is funny. They all subtly 
get catch on in, in degree. Yeah, I guess it is kind of funny. Yeah, everyone except D. <laughs> yeah. And well, D- she was never in on it to begin with. Yeah. And <laughs> D says, "Uh, I hate my life." Yeah. Hashtag and, I'm with G, uh, D. Yeah, definitely. And then we get a, a we get a nice like Charlie like laughing and then becoming very serious like, but dude, seriously, <laughs> yeah, don't do poop like in my bed again. <laughs> 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 True, <laughs> and then the yeah end of the episode. So I, I got yeah. I got to ask you, what is your favorite character? My favorite character is Artemis because of her grand display at the end. I'm gonna say Artemis as well. Artemis is also my favorite. And what is your favorite line of dialogue? Can't wait to bust my dogs out in these tonight. I, you know what? I knew that was gonna be it. I knew that you were gonna pick. Really? That. Yeah. It was something. I go. That's a very Ross line. I, I knew that. Can't for wait me, to bust my dogs out. For me, for me it's, <laughs> so, it's a wacko. For me, it's gonna be. Uh, uh, I gotta take off my bra and blast my nips. Because <laughs> it's I a classic. Blast my nips. It's a classic. Yeah. And what's your favorite scene? Favorite scene. This is a tough one. I mean, there's not too many like uh, outstanding ones, except for the one at the end. I do like uh, her general interaction at the shoe store. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, the. Them at the bar. I'd say any any of the scenes with uh, all the women together. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, I would say I would say my favorite scene is probably the wrap up scene though. Artemis, Artemis's yeah, just monologue. Yeah, because just Artemis is so fun to watch and she's crazy. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Uh, okay, so that brings us to the wiki, always sunny wiki trivia challenge. The IMDb had no trivia in this episode whatsoever. Interesting. But the wiki did. So here we are. We have these are three trivia facts from, uh, well, these are three trivia facts. Two of them are made up by me, and one of them is from the website, Always Sunny Wiki. <laughs> Most convoluted. I like how, convoluted I like how hard question. you make this. I always forget like how to explain <laughs> it. Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. These are all. These are three facts. Two of them aren't facts. <laughs> find the one that's real. Ross, please find the one that's real. Number one. There is a sign in the art gallery in French that roughly translates to art is shit, go to bed. Number two, they filmed five (laughs) different endings of this episode, each with a different guilty person. Number three, this is the 100th episode of Always Sunny. Two of these are actually pretty good. (laughs) Two? Just two? (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of them is a blatant lie. Oh, man, I'm going to get this wrong. Oh. I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, I'm going to say they filmed five endings. I know that's wrong. No, that's wrong. It would be cool if they did, though. It's like Yeah, it's like who I sh- want it to be true, I part was, of it. I, I wrote that because I was thinking of who shot Mr. Burns and how they had the alternate takes. Oh, like, yeah. It was, you know, Moe. It was Smithers. It was this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the correct one is in the art gallery, there is a sign in French that roughly translates to art is shit, go back to bed. So, was that art gallery, an art gallery, like, all that stuff was supposed to be shit and poop. Yeah, Because totally. that, that is what the art gallery was about. It's, it's the theme of the exhibit, I guess. Yeah, it's like, D, you picked the wrong one to go to, I think. <laughs> yeah, I like how she went to great lengths to get away from poop <laughs> get away and from she it. was just surrounded by it. Yeah. That brings us to our final thoughts on this one, Ross. Does this episode sleep in a king-sized bed all by itself, or is this ep- or is this episode a horribly unattractive thing to announce to everybody? Um, 
I gotta I'm s- probably going to get hate mail, but I'm going to say it's a horribly unattractive thing to announce to everybody. Yeah, this is not my favorite episode. I don't love this episode. Uh, but I'm going uh, sticking with my theme. I'm gonna give it a light. This is a king sized episode because I can't be. I can't say I don't like it. Can't be. A, can't be a full hater. I mean, there are great things in this episode. There's, I mean, there were totally. things I laughed at. Oh, totally. Like, the, the the sex they get a. They, I, I, I mean, I know later on D does have her, her her crew. Bogs yeah, bogs. Moment. Yeah. And, but I wish this whole Sex in the City thing. Would come back yeah, up again. It's so much fun. It was like, so much fun. Those you, are my favorite scenes. You get a bit of this with Roxy. There's a yeah, bit of this. A little bit. Of, I think they probably go back to that same shoe store or something. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of that with when Roxy and Frank's pretty woman. But yeah. But this episode is just, I don't know. There's something about this is maybe it's just. A, it's, a, it's not one that's in the rotation for me. And I get it. I get it why you would like it. I get why people would like it. Yeah, again, it's, it's a, it might be an episode I would skip maybe. I don't, yeah, but. But and if you know if listeners out there, if you feel different, please you know email us at alwayssunnypod at gmail dot com. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. What's that Instagram? The Always Sunny Cast Pod. At Always Sunny Cast Pod on Instagram. We want to hear from you guys. You know, I want to uh, you you guys and gals yeah, out there. Yeah, give us some feedback. Yeah, give us uh, just like uh, your thoughts on you know if uh, or, we, or if you have tidbits of information yeah. that we don't know or we didn't say or yeah. we got wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of those thoughts on the episode. Emma, if you could email while you're jogging, I don't know if that's even possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta watch where you're going. How many? <laughs> so. What's your uh, mile per minute average? You know. <laughs> yeah. We so need stuff. We need to know. You know how like you you know how like you see runners like I've never ran like a day in my life, but you know how you see runners like they'll be at like a stop sign and they're just like jogging in place continually jog yeah, yeah shoot off an email <laughs> your time to kill <laughs> or a tweet at least <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't have Twitter. a Twitter, but but make one and then make an always sunny Twitter for us and give yourself a tweet. Uh, Ross, yeah. what do we get going on next time we record? You almost said next week. It's probably not going to be next week. It's going to be probably two weeks, but what do you got? Okay. We have Patty's Pub, the worst bar in Philadelphia. What can we expect uh, from this episode? Oof. This is not one I know well. Uh, we can expect a man held hostage, I believe. We can expect two men held hostage because they take his ro- they take <laughs> oh, his next yeah. to a neighbor as well. <laughs> Somebody watched this one. We can expect a big screen TV that features in this episode. Yeah. Um, we can expect some people sad about a review. Yeah, sad about a review. Yeah, a a a, a critical review of the bar. Yeah. We can expect some unfortunate language from D. You'll see when you watch the episode. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, I watched it. This is one I haven't watched in a long time, so I'm sure you're going to have a lot of good points on it. Uh, there's a, there's I have to we, watch we, it a bunch. We can expect Mac trying to kick out a window of a car and not being able to. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. This is kind of like Seinfeld where like you're like, oh, my God, that it's that one? I know. Like, I know. Yeah, because yeah, all the, the B, A, and B stories all like... They jumble around, intertwine in yeah, crazy yeah. ways. Yeah, but uh, it, and it's I, I it, uh, it's also not one of my favorite episodes. But rewatching it, there's some funny in there. It, it's it's definitely there. But uh, yeah, well, we gonna, we're gonna we're gonna hit a, a hit a point at one at some time, right? Well, and the, but coming coming up, we got the extreme makeover. 
We got Cracks the Liberty Bell, which I think is a, a weird, Bell. crazy, wacky one. Cra- in, uh, in Sweet cracks, D has a heart attack. Classic yeah. moments in that one. In, in the game Cracks the Liberty Bell, when Dennis is dressed up like the British, like, what are the, <laughs> I forget what he calls him, a dandy or something, like a British. <laughs> it is so funny. And he's doing like, yeah. He's talking like, <laughs> <laughs> it is some of the funniest things that I've ever seen. Oh man, I can't wait to get into that one. Yeah, but all right, join us next week or not next week, next two weeks, whenever it happens to be, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And uh, thanks for listening. Good day to (laughs) you. Good day. Always Sunnycast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email questions, thoughts, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And, as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis.